podcast that rewatches, reviews, and reforms into an inhuman murdering monster for every movie you show in one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. I'm Al Rodriguez. And this time we are covering Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 3, Episode 7, Chaos Theory. Oh, I'm sorry. Chaos Theory! <laughs> Original <laughs> air date, November 10th, 2015. And here's your reminder of what happens in the episode. <clears throat> As Daisy and the team tried to protect Inhumans, a shocking truth is revealed about S.H.I.E.L.D.'s biggest enemy. With Fitz's help, Simmons recovers information that can get them back through the portal. Yay! Yeah. I, I feel like that that description kind of makes you think that Fitz's help is the uh, shocking truth about the enemy. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, who do they consider is their biggest enemy? Is it Hydra or is it Lash at this point? I mean, I, I, I still think Hydra's their biggest enemy, but yeah. th- I think they're, yeah, no, I guess that's right. Yeah, they're, they're kind of making it sound like Lash is, so, yeah. Yeah. Or is it Thanos? Because he's everyone's biggest enemy. He's like the, the galaxy's, universe's biggest enemy. I don't know if would... S.H.I.E.L.D. really knows, right? Did, S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't know anything about Thanos, right? So does it count? Oh, no. I yeah, no one knows anything about Thanos right now, except for the Guardians, but they're not there. Okay, yeah. So, like, I mean, I, I'm sure I have... know them. <laughs> Doesn't mean they're biggest enemy. What were you saying? Oh, I was about to say, you know, the the opposite. Like, does... I mean, would Thanos be my enemy? If Thanos doesn't know about me. What if I'm his biggest enemy? I'm sure I'm <laughs> not, but maybe I am. Yeah, well... I don't know. That opens a whole <laughs> bunch of questions about Thanos himself. But I'm like, can someone be your enemy if you don't know you're their enemy? It's like, in the Incredibles, is Syndrome Mr. Um, Incredibles' biggest enemy? Because Syndrome knows about him, but um, but Mr. Incredible has no idea who Syndrome is. That's true. Not until the end of that movie. Yeah. yeah. I right. don't know. This... These are our philosophical questions that someday we'll we'll answer. We just have to write them down first, and then we'll get around to them. I think that's the, meantime, the goal. That's the goal of this podcast: is to figure out who's 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 <laughs> biggest enemy. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, we we got to stop. Shield. Next week, we'll just we'll just go through the list. Like that'll be it. It'll be a six-hour episode, and we'll have a definitive answer. Sounds good. Sounds terrible. All right. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, well, then in that case, let's just talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, Episode 7, Chaos Theory. Uh, all right, so let's just kind of start out pretty much right at the beginning. <clears throat> in a flashback scene, we see May and Andrew in one of the most magical places on Earth, Hawaii. May considers not going back to S.H.I.E.L.D. and has a real laugh. A few days later, Andrew opens one of Jia Ying's books and goes into Terra Genesis. That took a turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, didn't, it didn't occur to me until you said that, that, yeah, her real laugh isn't terribly hideous like i had been assuming it was <laughs> since that season one episode <laughs> exactly we're three seasons in and 
we we finally seen a, a real laugh out of this character. So. so that makes me think since um like since Bahrain, but before this moment, had she forgotten what laughs sound like? <laughs> <laughs> well, I I that's possible. The other possibility is that she just she never uses that muscle in your face for you know smiling and laughing and so whenever she tried to use that muscle it's you know it, it came out wrong i wonder since this is like two years after that terrible laugh in season one the first time she laughed on this trip was it just like horrific screaming and just scared everyone <laughs> on the island <laughs> she had to train herself to get back to laughing well it was a two-week trip so um that's what it seems like yeah, yeah. That, that, that very well might have been what happened <laughs> so i don't know i feel like we just kind of talked about everything i don't have too much i mean may floats the idea about not leaving shield andrew is kind of against that because Mm -hmm. you know that's her thing she's a shield lifer pretty much yeah but you think not even from a selfish point of view but from a psychologist point of view shouldn't he want may to figure out like who is she without shield it's kind of like an important psychological, like self-realization thing, right? Who you are without your job or whatever it is you throw yourself into. That's true. No, that's, I mean, that's a good point. But then again, could this have been something that happened before? I mean, after everything that happened in Bahrain, uh, maybe she already had that, you know, crisis and ended up deciding to stay with S.H.I.E.L.D. And, yeah. and he knows that if she tries again, she'll just go back to shield or she'll miss it or, or something to that effect. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We need another flashback episode. Cause you know, we, we do you love those. <laughs> you know, when the whole episode is a flashback, I can deal with it. Yeah. Because okay. the regular episode, the flash forward is like Captain America. First Avenger isn't a big flashback. It's like bookended. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit about, um, the moment that Andrew to go through Terra Genesis, they mm-hmm. um Shield gave him all of Jain's books and stuff, right? Yeah. Why the hell didn't they like check it to make sure it wasn't booby trapped? Just like that, <laughs> isn't like that part of Shield's job? <laughs> yeah, that's that's got to be part of like the the steps. I'm sure step one is you know figuring out everything. Step two is. Uh, categorizing it, probably keeping a log of all the the books they have, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure part of step two, maybe like two B, maybe is uh, mm-hmm. or two C, you know, one of those is uh, checking for traps, making yeah. sure it's okay to to give out. Yeah, <laughs> actually opening the books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't even just digitize all the books too, because that mm-hmm. that would make sense as a thing that they would do go through all the books and scan them and have copies yeah. so that way they can look and, them up whenever they feel like it. Yeah, or keep the books and send Andrew the copies. He doesn't need the originals. That's he true. He info. Yeah. And they've had time, too. This mm-hmm. has been two weeks. Or, yeah, at least. Yeah, a little over two weeks, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Shield's dropping the ball again. <sighs> Man. I mean, they have all those people that they had in that hallway last mm-hmm. season and you know however 50 people that worked for shield yeah one of them could have done that i'm sure they've recruited two or three more people that could have been job one yeah 
I mean, yeah, I mean, they probably, yeah. <laughs> they they absorbed the people from the ship into their shieldy area, at least the ones who didn't die. Uh-huh. So they and... got at least four mm-hmm. other people. <laughs> at least four. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. so no, you're, you're right. Definitely dropping the ball. Come on, shield. Come on. All right, I think I'm good with this section now. <laughs> okay, cool. We need a better uh, we need a better transition point for that. But uh, yeah. until then, like you said, let's move on to the next thing. I'll I'll, so... I'll start bringing on my slide whistle. Go whoop, and then the, oh. it's time to go. <laughs> Perfect. I'm in. Time to invest in a slide whistle. Always one excuse <laughs> to get one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so not sure where else to put this. So this is just kind of a little segue sort of uh, section of the episode. <clears throat> Simmons and Fit. Let me start over. Simmons gives Fitz her phone to see what info he can find that might help them get back to the other planet and save Will. Fitz ends up with a theory that maybe the same people who sent Will to the other planet are the same people who made the obelisk castle from before. The two watch a sunrise and say they have feelings for each other, but they don't use those words, making it really hard for people who don't pick up on that sort of thing to know what's going on. Were you having problems? <laughs> A little bit, are, yes. Are you externalizing that? <laughs> Maybe a little, yeah. yeah. And considering how socially awkward both of them are, I'm surprised they caught on to what each other were saying. Exactly, right? <sighs> Especially Fitz. Simmons seems a little bit less socially awkward. A little bit, but, you know, considerably less than uh, than Fitz, at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. So. Um... So I don't know. We we don't really get a, a lot from here. This feels more like setup for you know the future at least. But uh, Fitz kind of goes through that. He starts getting some information off of there. Uh, pulls data off of the SIM card, which I'm gonna go with that shield tech because data isn't normally stored on the SIM card. <laughs> at least not a lot of it, like videos and things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would that would defeat the purpose of you know. I haven't changed my SIM card very often, but the f- one time I flew internationally. We did have to do something with that. And it would have sucked if all my stuff was just gone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it'll normally store like small bits of info, like contacts and stuff like that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, doesn't doesn't have enough space for a picture, I think. I'm, I'm not too sure. I never looked at it. I bet they could hold much space one, one low resolution picture. Okay, probably one. <laughs> I don't okay. know about two. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I'm glad that Simmons gave him the phone instead of him just taking it as evidence because I thought at first like that's a real big betrayal of trust. Her just essentially reading him essentially watching her diary. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. But but it worked out. She handed it to him, so I guess she figured he'd mm-hmm. see it. Yeah. I'm a little curious why she took a selfie at some point because she knows that the they were eventually going to run out of power mm-hmm. on the phone, right? Why take a picture? Well, who knows? Oh, are you talking the one she took with Will? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. No idea. <laughs> I was I was thinking like, well, if she took a selfie like in the first like couple hours. She thought, hey, Shield's gonna come back. I'm on another planet. Selfie, but no, <laughs> that makes no sense with the Will picture. 
Yeah, exactly. Because she had like all those videos of her talking and, you know, taking notes of, of everything that she sees on that planet. But uh, yeah, she got to the point where there's a, a picture of the two of them. It's uh, and I think by then that they were together, um, her, her battery has to have been pretty low. Right. Even with all of the, you know, super shield tech that fits through into that phone, mm-hmm. uh, she has to have known eventually it would have run out. And I think she even had a line in, in that episode saying, oh, I'm turning this off to conserve the battery. Yeah. Maybe she was thinking that if they don't get off the planet and someone else shows up there, it's like posterity, who was here? Like, this is what's us. This would, I don't think that's grammatically correct. We were here, <laughs> this is us, type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I, I would take that. She kind of has like a time capsule sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Uh, the other thing that I liked about this that I never really noticed even though we kind of see it i think most episodes uh there is a a window to the outside in this building for some reason Mm -hmm. i always assumed the playground was underground but no i guess it's above ground they can see the sun rays well he mentions that most of it's underground i wonder if it's like one building as like a cover in case people have to come in and out but most of it is a giant base underground that makes sense yeah Mm mm-hmm Cool. How do they land the plane without anyone knowing? <laughs> <laughs> I I always wonder that because I mean that's us questioning in the past like where does this take place because they have to be far enough from people to not like to to not notice a plane coming in and out at all hours of the night mm-hmm. and day. Yeah. Yeah, even even if the it's camouflaged, you know, with the panels, you still see the giant thing opening up, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And maybe if they're, like, kind of out in the middle of nowhere, there's a bunch of trees in the area. But, I mean, mm-hmm. they, they have to be far enough from a city of some sort, right, to, yeah, to, to be hidden? show up on radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poking holes everywhere. All right. <sighs> not a good episode for a continuity all right all right you good to segue on out yeah all right, do, 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 do. All right. <laughs> trying different segue see how it works out all right sounds good that's good we we'll have a few more because this episode just has a tons of, of different uh sections so so you've got time you've got time to practice yeah <laughs> All right, so uh, next section, uh, and this is just a small one because it leads into other ones. But again, no idea where to put it. <clears throat> Mac and Lincoln meet up. Lincoln says Lash is a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. All right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've got anything to say? God damn it, Lincoln. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we had a couple of without him and my life was good. <laughs> uh-huh. um, oh, okay, go uh-huh. ahead. I did have Oh yeah, no, I was just gonna say. So Lincoln called Mac. So I guess Lincoln knows how to contact him. I was a little confused on that. How he had Mac's info because he seemed pretty against Mac in general. Even though in their meeting he says, "Oh well, I know I can trust you, Mac, because you know you fought uh, with me. So you know I can I can trust you. You're you're cool." But um, I I didn't know Lincoln could. He even had any way to contact Mac. Yeah. Well, when they traced his call, he reverse traced the call. 
using Marvel technology. You know, oh, the same way okay. we can we can store data on the SIM card. Oh, okay. All right, that fits. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> no, this is Lincoln. That's not fits. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, I did have a thought, and then I forgot it because it wasn't in my notes. Uh huh. Uh, putting you on the name. spot you can remember oh yeah um so the atcu didn't know where they were going he's saying shield is the only people who knew they were going in that truck they were in the atcu truck why does he assume that shield's the only one who knew where they were going yeah i don't know <laughs> that's what he was referencing the truck specifically yeah, because I, I forgot i mean Yes. Yeah, I mean that's the only attack. There has. Oh, okay. I, I mean, mean they're, they're... the hospital, but he. I think he mentioned the truck or the route. He mentioned they were the only ones who knew the route, which isn't even true because Shield didn't know the route. Yeah. So Lincoln's stupid, <laughs> and Mac believes him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, but the best thing about it is it all works out in the end because technically he's right. He knows logic is flawed. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, you're you're right. He he just kind of shows up and says this thing, and I, I guess, well, I mean, okay, following normal TV rules, it has okay. to have been Shield because we've already had at a minimum one episode saying it's not the other guys, it's not ATCU. So following normal TV rules, it has to be yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. I no. mean, you, yeah, you're right, because it would be too complicated if there was like a third society, a third group. Uh-huh. If it was HYDRA. I mean, it yeah. could be HYDRA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's true. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, why? Segway sound? Or, oh, no, go ahead. Oh, why doesn't Mac just arrest him or ice him instantly? <laughs> maybe that's my own personal gratification that i would like to see that <laughs> you, you just want to see lincoln iced as soon as he walks on hey guys bam yep yep okay <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know he's probably just following the normal rules of parlay true <laughs> they, they are all pirates <laughs> yeah they have that kick-ass um cruiser now battle battleship oh yeah which we never see again, but I assume they have it somewhere. You yeah, they, they, they have they to have it. it yeah. Also, going way back, way back, mm-hmm. what did they do with that helicarrier Nick Fury showed up on in Age of Ultra? Is Nick Fury just flying around with it right now? Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that I'm assuming so, yeah. What else is he going to do? <laughs> Not give it back? Everyone knows he has one now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> interesting yeah right. i mean you're, you're right we never see the agents of shield here use a helicarrier so it went somewhere yeah <laughs> and it's probably nick fury it's true i'm trying to think like i don't think there's ever a mention of it ever again <laughs> <laughs> um there's uh, okay i have one other idea and mm-hmm. I don't think this is any kind of spoilers. So in the future, we only see one more episode that I can remember with Deathlock in it. And 
they kind of make it sound like he's off doing his own thing. And I guess mm-hmm. he's got some other people he's working with. So maybe he just every so often gets some supplies from Coulson's shield and the shieldies. So, you know, maybe one of them was, this was the helicarrier. <laughs> so we were saying Deathlock and like four other guys are just using the helicarrier to go around the world and yeah. Deathlockify stuff. Yeah. All right. I'll buy it. Yeah, that would be an awesome show, by the way. I totally want to <laughs> yeah. see that. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Would you like to try out another segue? Mm. Arr! Because we were talking about pirates earlier. All right. Not yeah. your best work, but... No, no. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll start thinking. Okay. I'll be All more right. prepared next time. Well, it's good to practice. It's good to get out the bad ones too, right? Yeah. It's still that's still a progress. It's still a step in a direction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so the next the next thing, really, the main part of this episode, one of the big main parts of the episode. So we're finally actually getting to something like that instead of you know one off storyline bits. The mm-hmm. uh, I guess the opposite of how we usually do that, right? Because we usually go with the main story bits and then throw the yeah. offshoots later. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. May investigates Andrew's movements for the past six months and realizes he has been within 30 miles of all known Lash sightings. When confronting Andrew at the Cocoon training facility, Andrew knocks May out with an icer. May wakes up in in an abandoned building and Andrew explains how Lash works. Hmm. I gotta say, it's convenient that both May and Lincoln figure out the Lash thing in the same episode. That's true. To be fair... May found out last episode, but yeah, you're you're right. Well, yeah, I mean she <laughs> she found out, but she didn't know who Lash was. <laughs> I like she didn't know what a Lash was. She hadn't been in on that. She had to ask Bobby about it at the beginning of this episode. Oh yeah, that's right. I never <laughs> put that together with the uh, with things. Huh. Yeah, that's one of the things I like. And have a problem with with big ensemble shows. It's just mm-hmm. like stopping in the middle because even though everyone's got the information, this one person doesn't know something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time I ever noticed that was in X Men Two, where there's like a big group of people, and then like right be- right around the end battle, or like there, Cyclops turns around and looks at Nightcrawler and goes, "Who's this guy?" And then he introduces himself. And I'm just like, oh yeah, they have not interacted at all. <laughs> the entire movie. Exactly. <laughs> Although I do love it when Thor introduces his new friend Tree to Captain America. So it's okay sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it can work out. There are some nice yeah. uh, nice times, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the end of um, The Last Jedi, Star Wars reference. Um Poe introduces himself to Ray. He's like, oh yeah, you've never met. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Huh. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. It's it's also nice when, you know, the writers and everyone remembers that, because I'm sure there have been plenty of times where, where that forgets. And, you know, we as the audience don't even care because we've been seeing them for, you know, well, two movies in that case, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um Unless you spend uh-huh. an hour talking about 45 minutes every, every week. Then you know it seems like this. <laughs> That's true. You kind of have to, right? I mean, yeah. uh, the, Otherwise, we're just watching a show, which is fun in its own right. But, yeah. Mm. yeah. 
So May uh, spent some time uh, basically investigating Andrew. And I kind of like how they did this because during her kind of walking around, like they, they actually kind of mentioned a, a few things. Like there was a point where she just walks up to a computer and starts looking at some info and uh, Mac walks by and notices her, you know, looking that up. They're looking up that information, and uh, he he actually mentions it later. Like, oh yeah, I noticed May looking up this uh, information about Andrew. So, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm glad they. I like it when they they put that info together. Yeah. But uh, May is also doing the smart thing, right? She's not just taking the word of uh, Kid Von Strucker, whose first name I can't remember, and and you know, directly Werner. going against Andrew Werner. Yeah, it's like Werner, okay. but he's German, so I'm going to say Werner. Okay, that fits. <laughs> No, that's Von Strucker. Not Fitz. Stop, stop doing that. <laughs> uh, great. I have to stop using that phrase. I've <laughs> uh, been using that one for like two years. I got it. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of it from my rotation. <laughs> um, or was I? Yeah. So anyway, so so then May finds out where Andrew is, and he's at a off-site training facility, the Cocoon, and uh, he's Which... working with Joey. Yeah, which in the comics, the cocoon was the original base, the secret base for the Secret Warriors. Oh, so yeah, so bringing That's all those things in. Cool. All right, nice, uh, nice references there. Um, so one of the things when they first show the cocoon, you know, and they like the outside the aerial shot, I guess. Um, I I don't know if they showed us, you know, if they were just kind of hinting, hey, from this picture, the cocoon is one of these buildings here, but at a minimum. It's in New York City. You can see some of the iconic buildings. So are they mm-hmm. implying that the shield base, the playground, is within New York or New Jersey? I would assume it's New Jersey, first of all. Because okay. the only secret base is the one that they kept Captain America in when he woke up. Which was on Times Square. Pretty terrible place to keep a superhero. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to assume it's New Jersey because it's more industrial and New York City doesn't have room for that. It might be a little outside of the city. Okay, that that makes more sense. I mean, New York, the, the state, has oh, I yeah. mean, a good bit of land too. Like you, you drive up north and you end up in... Oh well, yeah, know, but, else, but you saw the iconic stuff. parts of New York, then it's not... I mean, so it's either outside the city in New York State or in New Jersey. I'm going to assume New Jersey. Because if a guy's going to go crazy and melt everything, do they really care about New Jersey? That's true. You're right. Okay. (laughs) It'll it'll help clean it up, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. So, uh, Tony, did I ever tell you about the the first time I was in New Jersey? No. Okay. So, this was... So, this was... um, I was in Manhattan. I was in New York for for work for like a week, and uh, my flight home was uh, it kind of messed up due to like flights being canceled and all that. So um, I ended up leaving from New Jersey on a Saturday morning at like six a.m. Mm-hmm. So uh, get in the taxi and I go, and you have to take the uh, I guess this for whatever road we were on this tunnel, and so we go you know into this tunnel underground and as we like come out of the tunnel, everything seems like, like, you know how you see a movie and like all of a sudden everything seems so happy and nice and bright and shiny. It was yeah. like the opposite of that. It was oh, like, okay. I was like, New Jersey, really? <laughs> there, there, there were more clouds all of a sudden. It was a little <laughs> darker. 
it was kind of, it was it was drizzling a little bit like it wasn't full on raining but you know it was uh, immediately there was some rain versus the none there were 10 seconds ago like <laughs> e- everything was just uh it's just bad yeah <laughs> this is how new jersey always is <laughs> i assume so yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> that makes complete sense yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah we should have looked at the skyline was it cra- was it cloudy and crappy or was it nice and sunny then we would have known if it's new york new jersey oh i have no idea you're right yep. well hopefully some other day we'll we'll see an image of this and we'll we'll be able to triangulate some things where they are <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, so back to this. <laughs> um, so this is the first time we've seen Joey, I think, since the season premiere. Is that right? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. So in these seven weeks, or seven episodes at least, however many time, or however much time has actually happened, uh, he's he's gotten a lot better controlling his uh, powers. He was, what was that? It was like a just a desk drawer, set of drawers? Yeah, that he was yeah, filing him. cabinet thing. Okay, the filing cabinet. I always forget the word for that, and I always just want to say drawers, but that makes way more sense. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, yeah. he forms it into like a kind of like a ball thing, right? Mm-hmm. And he comments that, like, I don't just destroy, I create. And I'm like, no, that just is a different type of destruction. It used mm-hmm. to be a useful filing cabinet, now it's just a nothing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not like he took a block of stone and created a sculpture or anything um he he kind of removed usefulness and then created a paperweight i mean it's art because technically anything's art so you can go with that i guess that's true yeah Yeah, all right so um so may walks in and she uh is is uh, super worried, I guess, about about Joey and wants to get him out of there and make sure well, that he's uh, safe from Lash. Uh-huh. Yeah, to be fair, Andrew just had a vision of him killing Joey. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. not she's not in the wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah, that dude is holding back, and he, he knows it. He's mm-hmm. on, I, I think, I'm, I'm assuming he's only holding back because he knows he has to. Yeah. Yeah, he says later that uh, I guess he's hungry. He's always he's he hungers to be around inhumans. So, uh, it uh, I, I guess he was starving at that point. You know, being that close to an inhuman. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I have to say, like it works out. It or it did work out perfectly that you know he he developed this inhuman power, becoming Lash to kill inhumans right around the time that Coulson said, "Hey." I'm going to have you uh, evaluate our Inhumans to work on the team. So he got really lucky on that side of things. Andrew, yeah. like, or Lash, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you've got to think, is Terrigen intelligent? Because it would be pretty pointless if he turned into his Lash powers. And But the Terrigen stuff didn't get into the ecosystem, and there weren't a bunch of Inhumans around. So, I don't know if this is considered spoilers, but I don't think so. So, I'm going to say it anyway. Um, At at some point, I know that they say that um, Terragenesis is kind of a... a, It it is a little intelligent. They kind of make it sound like it. Like, they they said something like, the powers you get are for a 
a need like it's a like like it kind of knows that what was that a niche yeah something like that like it, it knows that as a society as a group the inhumans need this power to survive or something to that effect and so um probably i i guess maybe that was it that maybe it knew there's too many inhumans and said that i don't know i think they actually do maybe say a reason for this specific yeah. thing later in the season but i don't I want to do, get into that but one. that is a spoiler <laughs> so yeah i don't remember all of it i just remember like they mention it so that'll be a nice surprise again mm-hmm. okay <laughs> I'll, I'll buy that okay yeah. cool um let's see so yeah so so may confronts andrew about this whole thing and he's denying it for the most part until until she basically like says yep nope nope i know here's all this evidence etc etc and then he ices her Mm -hmm. so yeah which i didn't think about it i mean it it makes sense right if he's going to be in a room with inhumans it's probably a good idea for him to have a a just-in-case weapon to even though that there's the other shield guard but yeah um, Yeah, I, I had the same thought, but then went the other way with it. It's just like, I had the same thought. Why is he armed? Well, of course, to defend himself in case Joey goes crazy. What happens if his gun melts? <laughs> and <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, you know, actually, um, maybe that was his personal firearm that S.H.I.E.L.D. gave him after he was attacked. Well, then they probably wouldn't let him in the thing with a personal firearm. Right? Or maybe, maybe I should rephrase that. Not a personal. It's one that Shield gave him because I don't think you can just go buy the um, icers. The yeah, the icers. Yeah. Although right? I would, yeah. I mean, could you buy a regular gun and just fill it with icers? I that, don't know. I, that does depends on Fitz and Simmons' design. I'm but. assuming no, because you know what you just said, depending on the design, and I, I think the the line that. Uh, that Fitz had in season one said something about he had to, you know, retrofit a gun or something to that effect. Okay. I mean, I'd have to go back and look because okay. he could have retrofitted a gun or he could have retrofitted a clip to fit into any gun. Cause wouldn't it be more convenient that you can just slide in regular bullets or icer bullets? That's true. That would, that would be nice. Like you have Instead of having two different guns Mm-hmm. and you can switch off depending on your need. <laughs> depending it, on if it's regular people or if it's hydra because hydra yeah. you're gonna kill everyone else <laughs> that's right you know it's a it's a nice precursor to uh set phasers to stun right like you just switch out the ammo yeah so obviously shield eventually becomes um the federation yeah so <laughs> it's, it's the logical progression <laughs> yeah i'm surprised none of that came up when i watched enterprise <laughs> maybe in star trek discovery it will come out <laughs> maybe that one's only like 200 years in our future or something right i i'm actually i i never know what the timeline is for that it's right before the original tri- original trilogy wrong thing original <laughs> series um so that's discovery like... was before all that right or enterprise 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 is like 2150 Okay. I remember. Or 2160 or something like that. 21 something. Okay. So I think the Star Trek is like in the 2200s. Just because in the movies, they don't use star dates. They use actually years. And it's like 2230 something. 
It's oh, probably in like cool. 2240. It's like after that because the original series is further down the timeline. But it's like in 22, probably 40s or something like that. <laughs> anyway. Okay. There's another show that does this if you guys want to listen to it. It's um, uh, Mission Log where they go through every Star Trek episode and movie like we do. Exactly the same way. Oh, good to know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they they've been doing mm-hmm. it for five years and they're they're, oh. they're not done yet. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So you know how earlier, Tony, you and I were talking about um how Lincoln had no idea or like how or why did Lincoln know? Like there has to be a reason why he knew that. Mm-hmm. Now I remember because I'm looking okay. at my notes and, and it actually brings well, it back. That's so, useful. Yeah, yeah. So when May wakes up in the abandoned building that Andrew took mm-hmm. her to, uh, they, they kind of start talking a little bit, and Andrew explains a handful of things. He says that, um, you know, when, when Lash needs to come out, basically instinct takes over. We mentioned the whole thing about having the hunger needing to be, uh, be around inhumans. The other thing he mentions is that this happened to him when he became Lash or when he went through Terragenesis was when he was... Uh, opening the Jiayang's book of names. It was like the ledger of the people who became yeah. inhuman. And that's what Lincoln said. He said, oh, all of oh. the the people that Lash has been hunting have been people from afterlife. So they, they were okay. known. And that's S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. had access to that book. Yep. That's right. I apologize to all the listeners who are yelling at me who watched this episode <laughs> and remember that. I'm like, you idiot! It's because of this! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for... <laughs> for saving me we don't get angry emails or any emails anyway <laughs> that is true um but you know it's i, I mean you know it, it's tough to remember everything i mean we we both watched this episode like 24 hours ago so mm-hmm. yeah, or a little over that maybe yeah. Yeah. so i've got two questions about this part about like when we get into lash are we talking about lash and may talking right now like when they took her out of the, the cocoon. Um. Or not wait, yet. what? Wait. Uh, Are we talking part? about the conversation after May wakes up from being iced? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's okay. the part we're at. All right. So I've got two questions. One to go with this section, and one is a general lash question. Okay. So I'll start with the general lash lash question. Um. Why did they assume? that Lash was an inhuman when we've had people like the Hulk and um, uh, Daisy's dad have similar transforming powers and they definitely weren't inhuman. That's true. Also the abomination. So there's yeah, a third. yeah, the abomination. Yeah, what what made them assume, just because there are a lot of inhumans about, they're assuming everyone's inhumans now? Yeah, it's probably that, right? You know, they're they're so close to this problem, they just assume it's that. But yeah. Yeah. So later when Thanos shows up or Captain Marvel, they're just going to assume she's an inhuman? Yeah, that's probably a decent start. Okay. <laughs> they're all inhuman. <laughs> I mean, okay. yeah, there's so many people in the world with powers. Like, it just, ju- like, skyrocketed, right, compared to what it was yeah. a year ago, So as far as they know. So, yeah. That's true. All right. Second question that has to do with this section. How did Andrew get May out of the cocoon? <laughs> he's just walking through a shield base holding unconscious may and no one asks the question or did he kill all those shield agents or knock <laughs> them out oh um 
Okay, so I have two theories on this. Okay. All right. The first theory is that, yeah, he basically just picked her up, walked her out, and the the guards were busy, I guess, with Joey. <laughs> like, maybe it was only... Maybe they only had the two guards that we saw already in that, you know, in that other scene. And so he knew they were busy, so he just walked out, and that was that's it. Not, that's not unheard of. I mean, Koenig was the only guy at that one other base. Yeah, exactly. So, so Okay. Mm-hmm. What's your other theory? Um, the other theory is that after he, uh, after he iced her, he turned into Lash, and Lash just, you know, picked her up, and maybe they put a hole in the side of that building, and, and he left. Does uh does Lash have the ability to teleport or no? He just like destroys walls. Yeah, he just like evaporates things. Okay. Then yeah, maybe maybe that was it. He just just you know got rid of half of that wall and jumped outside. Yeah, because yeah. if Lash could teleport, Andrew wouldn't need to drive within thirty miles or fly within thirty miles of all these victims who've been hard to find right. them. Yeah, that's right. I just every time I see the effect of him destroying a wall, the the way it looks makes me think it has uh, something to do with teleportation. Just kind of the, you know, the shimmering the, and all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, it does remind me a little bit of um, Gordon's teleportation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I mean, those are the two possibilities. Um, there's probably. A better answer out there that I can't think of, but uh, neither of those two were that great of an answer, I think. Yeah, or he's just really sneaky, <laughs> just like just went through around corners and stuff, and then mm-hmm. they never they didn't question that. Oh, yeah. I guess they left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so do they imply here that? The Andrew and Lash are like the same mind. It's not like Bruce Banner and the Hulk. I guess. I mean, they're not very clear on it. I figured it was... He could feel Lash's mind and they're like fighting for power. And it's like Lash is tempting him all the time. Okay. I don't... I don't think they're the same mind, but they're competing for control of the same body. Okay, that that, that could make sense. Uh, it, there was just the line that Andrew had about uh, saying he would never hurt Daisy. So it kind of made me think that he was the one kind of in control of that part of it. Well, yeah, but well, it could also be, yeah. Yeah, who knows if he would hurt Daisy. He, Andrew would never hurt Daisy, but Lash might. He, But he's still exercising his control. Mm-hmm, that's true kind of like we get the flash of like the temptation of Lash murdering Joey but Andrew holds it back Mm. he could still be holding back from Lash even though Lash maybe really wants to kill Daisy Um, Andrew's holding her back holding him back okay that works for me cool you ready to to move on Tony you have a nice uh, transition yeah yeah um Let's go with Star Wars. Pew, 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 with blasters. <laughs> All right, perfect. I think that that is the perfect transition into our ad for for uh, this week's episode. This week's episode is brought to you by our awesome newest sponsor, the Cocoon Training Facility. Whether you've just developed new powers or you're a seasoned enhanced who just wants to, a nice place to work out, the Cocoon Training Facility has everything you need. Now, If you're going to be breaking things with your powers, you will need your own materials for that. 
But that is where the Cocoon excels. They have their own warehouse of items from cabinets to dressers to armoires. Whatever you want to destroy, they have it. The best part is they don't work like a normal gym membership. If you want to stop, you just click a button in the app and you're done. That's it. No jumping through hoops to get out of it. Download their app right now and find your nearest location. Use offer code MCU Rewind to get a free shelf to destroy with your first visit. Fun fact, it's also the official training facility for the Coon and Friends. <laughs> Did you just throw a South Park in there? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> I thought it fit. Have you heard of uh, Rage Rooms? Uh, I did, yes. Like yeah. years ago. I haven't remembered of them until you said it just now, but yeah. Yeah, I feel like uh, the Cocoon would be a good like Rage Room place. It probably would be, yeah. A yeah. nice way to... Uh, to branch out to other markets. Uh-huh. Not just you know people with powers. To, who needs to go there? Hulk. <laughs> get get all of his rage out. Yeah. Oh, huh, all right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess we should... You. <laughs> Perfect. Transition on over. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Daisy, Coulson, and Andrew debate the humanity of the ATCU's methods to gel people alive. Coulson said he's going to meet with Rosalind in Zephyr 1 and makes Daisy give her the grand tour. Mac and Lincoln arrive to tell them Andrew is Lash. As a result, the team interrupts May and Andrew's conversation in the abandoned building, causing Lash to appear. Eventually, May gets Lash into a container pod. All right, so this is essentially the the rest of the episodes, just kind mm-hmm. of uh, combining the other stuff that uh, Coulson and Daisy did with the uh, the result, the end of the last thing we just talked about, which was May and and Andrew and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we get uh, they go on the plane because Rosalind and Coulson are going to see the president about the future of enhanced people in America. Uh-huh. Which which is our first, or not, maybe not our first, but it's another tie-in to Civil War, because if they're discussing that, that leads us on the road to the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, so that's that's, that's interesting. So I, I, I completely forgot about like all of this stuff, because um, mm-hmm. I, I have a little bit of a problem with how that stuff works out in Civil War, and we'll we'll complain about that one when that happens, <laughs> when we get to that movie. But, uh, I, I do I do forget that that actually you know does come up ahead of time, especially now, right? We've got Inhumans, all these people with powers, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it makes sense that they would be talking about it now. True, but apparently they never meet up with the president, so Ugh, I guess no chance. All this stuff could have gone way differently in Civil War if, if Coulson was there. Ah. <sighs> And if only, too bad. Uh, too bad. Lincoln th- was a uh, was smart. This episode, he couldn't have been smart a week later, or a week before. Yeah, maybe before would have been better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, I don't know if May would be dead, but she'd definitely be kidnapped. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Missing all that stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Yeah, so so that happens. Um, there's a little bit of debate at the beginning. So we, we see uh, Daisy Coulson and Andrew kind of debating the stuff about ATCU. Uh, Daisy is completely against it. Coulson kind of like he's 
pretty much the same as as he was last episode. Uh, not mm-hmm. a fan of it, but uh, oh, for the most part, okay with working with them. That kind of stuff. So yeah, they they have some some nice debating points from there. Um, and then we yeah, I don't I don't really have too much other than you know Lincoln and Max show up and they realize it's Andrew and. Yeah. Then Coulson shows up and interrupts Andrew and May's conversation. Yeah, well, I, I do want to talk a little bit on the plane. Um, okay. Coulson's a manipulative genius because he decides he's going to have Rosalind and Daisy, um, like, you know, Daisy give her the uh, uh, tour of Zephyr 1. I mean, it's the idea is for them to see each other as humans without finding out their mothers have the same name. Mm-hmm. And so it's harder. I mean, <laughs> Daisy just walks in, Martha. But um, it doesn't work out the way they want because they are both um, stubborn, pig-headed people, Daisy and Rosalind. But it, it's a good idea. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, especially because they're kind of working together, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how many times we've already seen them in the same room, so it's probably best if they're going to keep working together to at least be on the on the same page of yeah. uh, you know that kind of that, that kind of thing I guess at, at least in a, a way bare minimum see yourselves as co-workers kind of thing mm-hmm. true yeah. mm-hmm. or, or not monsters because that's yeah. what Daisy thinks of Rosalind and that's what Rosalind thinks of Daisy that's true bare minimum not monsters that's a good point yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so Lincoln kind of reveals that eventually Lash will become Lash permanently. Yes. Yeah, the, he's currently in transition. Yeah. It, are we to understand that, I mean, that doesn't seem to line up with Gordon's transformation and Reyna's transformation. They were just messed up instantly. <laughs> um... I mean, it doesn't have to be the same for everyone. This could have happened before, and it was like a rare instance. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. Like, I've I've got nothing for Reina. Maybe Gordon. It was instant because it was only the eyes. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it could also be that maybe Lash just has more to it. Like, as far as the the transition powers, like Reina, it was a lot of looks, and then she could she could see the future uh lash i don't know he's got a few things he got some powers and and stuff and he's super tough and strong and you know there's a lot to him he has a hunger he kn- he senses other inhumans he's got he's got a lot going on there true <laughs> he's the whole package exactly yeah he's a kitchen sink inhuman <laughs> <laughs> eventually after he's lashed for a while he'll start transforming into a kitchen sink is that what you're telling mm-hmm. me yeah okay. yeah exactly makes sense complete well it makes sense as much as anything else all right (laughs) yeah Yeah. so they have this whole intricate plan of how to get andrew without may you know dying or anyone Mm -hmm. getting hurt and then lincoln says screw that i'm gonna attack (laughs) anyway Mm -hmm. with his powers that obviously haven't worked last time against lash yeah it's like he doesn't learn his lesson no it's like he's a complete idiot Ah, <laughs> but that's impossible. <laughs> this is why I don't drive Lincoln cars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
other reasons too, probably like you know cost and everything. But yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, you know, this is one of them. I'm sure. I don't think Lincolns are cool anymore. And you know how much us running a Marvel podcast, we care about coolness more than anything else. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so Lincoln shows up, ruins everything like he does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Get a couple of things. Lash, I guess, kills a handful of uh, ATCU agents. Yeah. Um, Mac, once again, mentions the uh, shotgun-axe combo that he really wants to make. Yeah. Yeah, and he's this... committed to that. Yeah, exactly. This is like the third time in total in the series he's mentioned that, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, hopefully someday. Fits. He can He can fabricate that real quickly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, hell, Mac was the chief engineer uh, yeah, on, his, on the boat when he was shooting. Like, he, I'm sure he can do it. He's probably, like, sits up oh. at night thinking about it. Like, what would he do? What are the different things he needs to think about for it? And, like, he probably has I mean, it, like, 80% in his head already. I mean, I could do it. All I need is a shotgun, an axe, and a roll of duct tape. And I'm good. I'm yeah, sure it's going to work out fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I mean... If things are still moving, all you need to do is add more duct tape, and then you're good. Yeah. Don't cover the trigger, don't cover cover the pump, and you're good. <laughs> so, um, Lash, yeah, a couple more things. Lash drops Rosalind off a third story, I think the third story, and Daisy yeah. saves her. Mm-hmm. In a move that, since she's never done it before, could potentially shatter all of Rosalind's bones because she's never tried to catch somebody with her powers before <laughs> yeah I was thinking the same thing either she completely shatters Rosalind or she like pushes her away <laughs> like she oh here you she go bounces off of it mm-hmm. yep <laughs> but bounces off and it's kind of like hitting concrete but then that concrete block pushes you back up Maybe yeah. like like it's just an immediate wall of force. Either way, <laughs> Rosalind was really lucky. I oh, mean, yeah. da- Daisy was in a win-win scenario. Either she saved her and gained her trust, or killed her, and the problem's over. That problem's over. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably what Daisy was doing. It's like, well, whatever happens, happens. Maybe Daisy was trying to kill Rosalind and just didn't work out. Maybe, yeah. She she saw her <laughs> moment to be able to get away with it. Hmm. Right. So, um, in the end, May pulls, like, a Betty Ross of calming Lash down back into Andrew, kind of like Betty Ross does to the Hulk, or mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson, or Thor, any of those people. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but in the true May fashion, as soon as he calms down, she shoots him, like, 17 times to push him into the containment unit, and then he's safe and lashed. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, and she knowingly used real bullets, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she intended to kill him. I have that written down. Yeah. I don't know if intended, but she was ready for it, right? Like, that was definitely a possibility. Well, she said, um, I think Phil said, how did you know that was going to kill him? And she said, I didn't. So, you know, you use a real bullet in the chest, like, four times. You intend to kill that person. That's true. Okay, so it was more of a she was killing him, but if she doesn't, if she's lucky, she'll at least uh, shoot him into the container pod. Yeah. Okay. 
So a difference of mindset there. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, once this happens, um, May makes the tough decision. Either keep Andrew around in stasis and let him eventually turn into Lash forever, or maybe put him into that gel stasis stuff and maybe that'll slow down the uh transformation long enough for them to to create a cure yeah and yeah she chooses to put him in the stasis pod but the most important part is sky is the one who gives that advice so sky's changed her mind at least a little bit yeah exactly so she sees that there is or there are cases where it's not so bad. There are benefits mm-hmm. to that solution. Yeah, pros and cons. There's always yeah. a pro, always a con. Yeah. I mean, if you don't kill um, Rosalind, might as well go along with her. <laughs> that's I true. Think that's the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can't kill your enemy, immediately join them. <laughs> immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, think I'm good with that. You ready to move on, Tony? You have a sound yeah. ready and everything? Yep. All right. Waka waka. All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're, we're down to two two items. These are both pretty short. So here's the we quick. Done. Uh... You said that was the rest of the episode. <laughs> I was like, that's my last one I thought of. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Sorry. I forgot about these two. They're both really, really short. Okay. Bobby doesn't want to go after Ward. It's just a hassle. I have no notes for that. Yeah, same here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was pretty much just a one-off scene. Bobby and Hunter are talking, and uh, Bobby just says that she doesn't want to go after Ward. Um, She doesn't want anyone to go after him. It's it's just this whole thing, and I guess I kind of get it at this point. She's uh, she as a person, as far as I know, hasn't actually lost anyone specifically. You know, the other Shieldies have. You know, they've have almost been killed by him, etc. They've all been betrayed. She was um, she was almost killed by him. Yeah, there's that too. And Ward also almost killed Hunter because of that. So yeah. that that's true. She she did. But uh, and she's been out of, you know, combat for six and a half months. So yeah, there's mm-hmm. that whole thing. But yeah. That's all I've got. Ready to move on, Tony? Yeah. I'm good. Alright, cool. All right. Oh, um Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, final one. <clears throat> Ward meets up. Yeah, Ward meets up with Malik. Says he wants to kill Coulson because shields don't regrow heads. Then Rosalind calls Malik and apologizes for missing a meeting. Then she gets breakfast with Coulson. That's like fourteen twists right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, first of all, how many times has Shield died? They always come back. They have more than one head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I mean, I was just agreeing with you. Exactly. Like, yeah, we, we've seen S.H.I.E.L.D. die. Well, I guess to be fair, we've only seen, seen S.H.I.E.L.D. die once. But, you know, they, they've come back. Right? Yeah. I'm sure they... I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. died in Winter Soldier. Uh-huh. Then, I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s died twice. I mean, the, the ship S.H.I.E.L.D. people died. They lost. <laughs> and literally, they had two heads at that point. They had Gonzalez and they had Coulson. That's true, yeah. Yeah. And now that's they're... the extent of my examples. <laughs> okay. All right. Now they are united under one head. So I guess that can make them a little vulnerable. Yeah. It's true. Okay, that that works. That works. 
Um, then we see that there's a, a link between Roslyn and uh, Hydra, basically, because she's calling mm-hmm. Malik. Apparently, they know each other quite well, and they have meetings on a regular yeah. basis. Yeah, I think the term is besties. Mm-hmm. I yep. they're besties. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's All the right. technical phrase. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, then Rosalind goes out for breakfast with Coulson. She knows a nice place around the corner. Yeah, because they they've been sleeping together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually. I think we'll get into this more later. I'm not too thrilled that they give Coulson a love interest. I don't know how he's. He seems he's like an asexual person to me. Yeah, he has a cellist, <laughs> but. It doesn't seem like that's a Coulson's a romantic type. Like for the most part, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I feel like this actually works out well because she, like you said before, she is basically female Coulson, like as she is introduced into the show. Yeah, and it kind of fits. It just no, like what? Like I, it's Coulson. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works together works well okay <laughs> yeah uh no i i mean i i completely forgot about this this whole thing about mm-hmm. them two and when that happened i was like oh cool all right moving on yeah yeah i have That's... a question just in general us doing this podcast for a hundred something episodes mm-hmm. um are these shows not memorable or do we have terrible memories <laughs> Oh, it has to be the, our horrible, horrible memory. Yeah, because they're exciting, they're fun, but we don't remember this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, I remember chunks of it. Yeah, exactly. The big stuff, and then every so often there will be like a small note here and there that we remember. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, I'm still down for this. We're doing this for another five or six more years. So. Yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Let's just limit our drunken episodes. Sounds sounds good. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. I have thoughts that... about that today. <laughs> we'll talk about that okay. later. <laughs> sounds good to me. All right, Tony. We're at an hour. You good to call it? Yeah, I'm good. Cool. So join us next time as we cover Agents of Shield season three, episode eight. Many heads, one tail. And remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind, and please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. And for myself and Al, this was the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agent Shield Season 3, Episode 7, Chaos Emerald. I mean, Chaos Theory. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. I think I might just put my Chaos Theory to the test. Could you better see me like this? Could you look at what you've done? Stepped into a game that can't be won. Now you see what I've been thinking.